This episode of the podcast is brought to you by the Lighting Archive. Modern theatrical lighting is a unique art form whose history until now has been exceedingly difficult to study due to limited access to original lighting documents. The Lighting Archive website is developing a collection of actual plots, focus charts, and cue sheets from real shows. They will place an emphasis on historical productions and designers who have made important contributions to the field. To learn more, go to thelightingarchive.org. This episode is also brought to you by the Archiving Technical Theater History Facebook page and online mentorship program. The mentorship program is an online avenue to connect, share, collaborate, and provide helpful assistance to students and teachers alike by putting them together through social media. If you wish to be a mentor or are looking for someone to be a mentor too, be sure to click on the mentorship link located on the menu page. Lots of great people with experience in many different fields awaits you. Check us out on Facebook. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of the podcast. It's number 50, and I couldn't be more excited. Thank you to everyone who has stumbled across this work and taken the time to listen. It's been a crazy last week with a move not only from time zones, but also climates. I'm a long way from Trinidad. Again, I want to extend my gratitude to all of you who take the time to listen. I would also like to say thank you to the many people who willingly gave up their time to sit with me and let me ask them questions. Thank you many times over. This week, I am coming to you from Berlin, Germany. I'm grateful to be joined by designer and Vectorworks instructor, Malta Schirau. Malta has been leading a four-day introduction into Vectorworks for the first-year students here in Berlin. I have had the opportunity to be part of this introduction and learn some useful information about the program. Malta was generous to give me some of his time after class to sit with me for this podcast. Malta has trained as a GTA graphic designer and object design in Cologne. He currently holds a Bachelor of Interior Architecture and Master in Stage Design Scenic from the TU Berlin. Malta has worked on various projects as an exhibition designer, interior designer, and stage designer. His professional work can be currently found online. A link to his current site will be in the show notes. Enjoy the podcast. And thanks for listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this latest episode of the podcast. Uh, I am sitting here at, in, in Berlin, Germany, in school, sitting with my instructor for Vectorworks uh, that I've been doing for the last uh, three days now. And I'd like everyone to meet him, uh, if you could introduce yourself. Hi, uh, this is Malte Schurau. I am uh, 33 years old. I'm uh, born in Cologne, and I... Uh, studied architecture and and stage design um the latest uh, the last one in in berlin and uh from then i am working as uh um yeah as a stage designer and uh especially um exhibition designer okay yeah so so exhibition theater design um, now let's just let's just give everybody kind of a starting point of where we are. So you uh, came into the school, um, and 
are bringing up a bunch of the first-year students up to speed with VectorWorks. Is that correct? That's correct, yes. Okay. And uh, some very differing varying levels of, of experience, <laughs> yeah. obviously. So your patience is, is very, very welcome. Um, is this your first experience teaching VectorWorks to a group, or have, have you been doing workshops before? Uh, I didn't do it officially. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I taught a lot of people VectorWorks, uh, but it was mostly one-to-one. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now it's my first class I'm teaching. Did now, when you were in university to, yeah. to study, did you... Uh, do it from, did you start from hand drafting and work your way up to computer drafting, or did you start automatically at some form of computer drafting? <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's, they wanted us to have basics in hand mm-hmm. drafting. Uh, so we, we know what we talk about, like the handcrafted drawings. But I think we only had half a year of hand drawing, and after that, we started the computer-aided design. Mm-hmm. Do you find that uh, that it's it's good to have the, at least the introduction of hand drafting, for just so that you have an appreciation for it when you move on to computer drafting? Yes, I think you, you should have done it at least once, just to get into the idea, because you, you can't delete things so easy. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you have one big mistake in your drawing, you have to start all over again. So you, you start you start working very neat and precise mm-hmm. from the beginning. And that's that's what you should bring into your uh, into your drawings on the computer as well. So they wanted us to start on a high level. Mm-hmm. What uh, what is generally the the biggest hurdle? Is it people visualizing what what they're trying to draw? People trying to 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 scale it? What what would you say is kind of like the 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 biggest challenge to get people get people started? I think I think the most challenging thing about the technical drawings is to to abstract the, the real rooms, real objects into, into uh, squares and rectangles, mm-hmm. which I find on the plan because I'm looking from the side, from, from the top, or I, I cut an object and show what, what is in, in sight. And uh, to systemize um, the view on something that is actually in real life and in 3D and in perspective and bring this to an abstract view and a plan. Um, this is challenging for in the beginning. Now, did you study CAD and Vectorworks or was it, was it you just went directly to, to one as opposed to the other? I learned Vectorworks from from the beginning. I had I had uh, experience in the the Adobe products okay. before. Uh, I I um, <clears throat> I was educated in graphic design. Okay. 
before I started architecture. Uh, so I, I knew um, Illustrator and InDesign, which have some some similar handlings mm-hmm. to Vectorworks. Okay, I did not know that. I, yeah. I when I think of Adobe, I think of Photoshop and making pictures yes. and and all those those types of things. But there's clearly more to it. Yeah, especially especially Illustrator is working with vectors. Mm-hmm. Which is the link to Vectorworks? Okay. Um, you could actually draw all the plants we draw in Vectorworks. Also draw in in Illustrator, but I think it's it would be very clumsy. Okay. Yeah. The uh, the one of the 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 products that's that's kind of made a lot of headway is um, Google SketchUp as another type of. of visualization, realization type program. Yeah. Uh, and <clears throat> I, and I, I don't think it's a bad program because I, it integrates with a lot of the other um, programs out there. So you can take something from Google SketchUp, bring it over to Vectorworks or vice versa. Correct. But um, I, I, I've only seen the experience of it through other people's eyes. I mean, I've played with it a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I find it because you're moving in a three-dimensional world. I, I find it very challenging to extrude walls or to make something just because of maybe just not enough experience of it. Have you had experience with Google SketchUp? Yes, I I work with it actually a lot. For me, it's a um, it's a good way to bring my plans to into three D. Also to uh, to check if I have done things correctly, mm-hmm. or if I thought correctly. It's a it's a tool for double checking things, or uh, all, but also for designing. I can also make up an object in SketchUp mm-hmm. and draw it in Vectorworks after take my measurements from SketchUp. And or um, SketchUp can also read uh, uh, DWG mm-hmm. files, so I can I can draw my plan in Vectorworks, con- uh, put it into SketchUp, and do the three D out of this. So so when you when you start with an idea, because you said you you're a, a, a designer, yeah, as, as well. When you start to conceptualize your ideas. Um, do you get out a, an actual sketchbook and a pencil and, yeah, and kind of yes. and start there? And uh, what what do you find um, tells you about what you're going to translate to from from there? What 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 does the sketchpad help you realize? Uh, the first idea is it's uh, is just just like the quick drawing. How could this be? Mm-hmm. Thinking with a pen. Yeah, it, it's not a very neat, nice drawing I do with my pen, mm-hmm. but it's just for me. I note this could look like this. This could, this edge is here, and uh, I create a little atmosphere mm-hmm. on, in the drawing. And after that, with SketchUp, I can um, put it in a real scale. For example, if I, if if I if I draw a table, it it is 
pretty sure that I don't draw it in a in a um, real scale. If I if I draw a person next to the table, mm -hmm. it might be too big. Mm -hmm. So if I if I want to realize it, it um, I need a the real measurements. Right. Yeah, and I can I I if I if I draw objects in, in SketchUp, I put person next to it and check is this object good in this scale for the person the height of a table for example okay is it functional now um that that's always a real trick for for some people uh is scale you know yeah because one of the one of the things that we tend or i i at least i've, I've run across with with other with with other students is measuring something and being like that this scale does not so if you're doing a, a a show we i use the analogy of a coffee cup in relationship <laughs> yeah. to three different sized people right the coffee cup remains the same but the size of the person changes mm -hmm. but that coffee cup is not in scale it's in scale to say like you or i because it's that size but if i'm andre the giant for example that cup isn't in scale to him it's impractical to him so it has to grow in a size that makes it feel like he, it's in scale to him. Or if you're, again, if you're a Lilliputian, mm -hmm. the, scale, the cup is too big. So now we need to scale it down into something that uh, would be much more convenient to that exactly, particular yeah. character. Um, speaking of the realization, so from sketchpad to electronic drawing, do you do model making as well? Do you, do you actually make... Um, if you have to do a presentation, for example, do you find yourself making a, a, a model box? Uh, yes. I, mostly, mostly if, I, if I present ideas, um, I, will, I would keep the, uh, the visuals on a very sketchy level. Mm -hmm. So I, I don't go into detail too much because... Uh, the rest is happening in your head, mm -hmm. and this is very Im important. Um, if, if if you present a, a a picture that's very detailed, people will ask for all the details. Okay. For example, but if I if I have a very rough sketch of my idea, people can add everything in their own heads, and I can speak about the um, the essence mm -hmm. of my idea. And they won't ask questions about why is this plant standing in this corner, okay. or why is the the edge of the table round and not sharp. Right. But that's not the question in this in this moment. Mm -hmm. Not talking about detail. Um, so I use I use um, SketchUp. Uh, pictures okay uh, for that because you can create a very rough style with okay. that it's not photorealistic rendering right but it it keeps a kind of quite rough style so uh one of the so when you for example you uh <laughs> you're doing uh, a, a midsummer night's dream for example and one of the things that costumers do is they bring uh, patches of, or, of textiles or mm -hmm. they have pictures 
and some of them actually do very lovely renderings of, of, of drawings of things like that. Yep. What do you think from, say, a skill like that should people from in the scenic world take away from that? Do you think there's something useful from the way they present? Because clearly they, they're not building the entire costume. They're not building the – they're not it's, – it's an idea, it's, and it will eventually be realized in how it lays on the body. So for a scenic designer, the stage is the body, yeah. and you're designing these clothes to, to, to fit it. Um, you're talking about material? Like, uh, yeah, with, with material on the on the stage, right? Because you said that you don't want the the people who you are presenting this idea to, yeah. to get too inquisitive to be like, well, why isn't it this or why isn't it that? So where is that level for you when it's presenting ideas? You said uh, certain things are not photorealistic, obviously. Yeah. So when you have oh, okay, uh huh, um, I can. Uh, that's what I do. I, I add mood boards to my rough, rough sketches. Okay. That means um, that means I have, for example, pictures or real um, pieces of material, mm -hmm. wood, fabric, in the presentation. So they can they can add um, the material to to the sketch in their head. I would I would. Color the the sketch, of course. Mm -hmm. I, I would say, okay, this object, this table would have this uh, is, would be made of this wood, of course. Okay. Uh, but then I have a piece of this wood, so they could feel. So they get an, an, an um, essence of the weight of it. Yes. Okay. Or I have. A, if I, if I don't have any samples, mm -hmm. uh, I, I would have a mood board that only shows the structure of of the wood, mm -hmm. of the fabric, but on a on a different page, actually, mm -hmm. and put together to get a color scheme. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have a lot of black, little bit yellow with it. Um, I have special furniture pieces with it um, but this is actually more a collection of photos rather than creating a 100% realistic uh, right. Right. 3D picture right that that would be that's a lot of effort that's a lot that's a lot of i don't want to say unnecessary work but it's it's a design is an ever evolving um, process you know it's this is how we view it, and then the director or whomever will say, you know what, I want to restage the scene like this. Yeah. And so you end up having to 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 shift and and change and maybe move or things like that. What it, so from your time at university to now, mm -hmm. what do you uh, what do you feel has been the biggest learning experience for you? Is it the the way that you approach uh, the way that you, you approach a presentation? The way you approach design, or is it something totally different? Um, you know what you thought was the process. It's not like that. It's actually much more like this. Um, actually, what what I just described, how people react on mm -hmm. on uh, different 
uh, kinds of visualizations. Mm -hmm. In the beginning, I also thought I have to have a very detailed visual. Mm -hmm. And then the presentations went out of scale because there were too many unnecessary questions. And just to balance these questions and have a good presentation flow mm -hmm. controlled by my visuals. Okay. Um, that, that was a big learning uh, process for, for me to find the right line. Um, so you were developing your steps over time, like you would go... Yeah, and, and how, how detailed do I have to go? Okay. In which period of the project? Okay. In the beginning, I stay with my hand drawings mm -hmm. because if I, if I have a SketchUp model in the very beginning, that would be too detailed as well. Okay. All right. Yeah. Or if I, if I have a, um, in the, when, when the idea is born and, um, I'm in the middle of the project and the, the, everyone has the idea already, uh, I have to have a more detailed model mm -hmm. um, because hand sketches wouldn't be exact enough. For, for that particular instance. Yes, and, and um, also uh, I have to do the step into the, the technical side. Okay. Um, how do I des describe? Actually, yeah, it's it's the scale thing. If I if I do my hand drawing uh -huh. and uh, and draw the same thing in in SketchUp, mm -hmm. I get a realistic grip to it. Okay, yeah, I got my big hand with your cup, uh -huh. and I can I can easily adjust this in SketchUp um, to find out how big should things be. Right. And um, yeah, but you have to to find the right timing to do the step into the technical um, in the process. In the process, yes. Yeah. If uh, <clears throat> if you had who who helped you become uh, the 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 designer that you you've become? Who who would you say has either been your mentor or someone whose work has has helped you? Um, move your move your career along. Yeah. I I was very lucky in the uh, first year of my master studies here in Berlin. Mm -hmm. um, I got to know uh, my teacher of the first project mm -hmm. I did, uh, Tobias Kunz, and um, we got along very well. So uh, he. One day he called me and asked if I had, if I wanted to do an internship in his studio, mm -hmm. design studio, and I, I did. And after a few months, he called again after the, the internship. Mm -hmm. and he asked if I, if I want to join a project with them. Okay. But at this time, I was still in my studies. Okay. And... Uh, but the, and I could learn so much from him mm -hmm. um, because I was studying, but I already had 
had the experience of the real project. Mm -hmm. And I still work with him. Mm -hmm. He's still here in, in Berlin. He's still here in Berlin. Okay. Um, he he uh, built a very nice team around mm -hmm. Studio Tika. Okay. That's the name of the... Uh, the company okay and uh yeah since then i'm part of this team well that's great yeah that's great if uh if you could uh think of someone's work you think more people should know about who who is someone that comes to the the forefront of your mind oh wow I know. Can it, we can we skip that question? Sure, <laughs> sure. No, I, it's uh, it's always a challenging question because we we run across things that we may like in a moment and be like, oh, this is great, or we see someone's work and we don't necessarily think. I don't want to say heavily about it, but uh, every so often we'll run and be like, you everybody, you must read this yeah. book, you must go <laughs> see this play, you must go, and you know, sometimes when we get put on the spot, it becomes very challenging to to remember. So. Maybe that'll be for next time. But um, uh, I don't want to take all your time because I know we've got we to split. That's all good. Um, I really appreciate getting the opportunity to, uh, to, to chat with you after class, obviously. Um, and uh, if people want to learn more about – do you have a, a professional, uh, professional web page or anything that uh, if people want to see your personal work that they can, they can find you at? Um, I have my online portfolio as well. Okay. Uh, of course. Um, which you could add to the comment section. Absolutely. Do you, do you <laughs> happen to know the webpage off the top of your head? Uh, yes. I, I'm about to change it. Oh, okay. It's yeah. about to change. So Because I, I would say give you the URL now. It will would change in three weeks and then... Okay. Well, <laughs> then... Goes in the show notes. Yes. We'll, we'll, we'll put that out there. Uh, again, I appreciate it. Uh, I know this was kind of like on the spot, but I figure strike well, the, the iron's hot. Uh, like I said, I've, I've learned a lot um, because there are a lot of details about Vectorworks I didn't know about. Uh, and I'm a, like, mo like some theater people for a while, we're very self-taught. You know, we just kind of jump into something or mm -hmm. someone says, here, do this. And yeah. you're like, okay, I'll... <laughs> kind of make it happen so you've helped smooth out some of the the, the rough oh, very uh, good. the rough edges so um thank you very much you have a great Pleasure. day and uh class tomorrow yes <laughs> all right take care Hey everyone, thank you for joining us on this latest episode of the podcast. Remember, this podcast is listener supported, so wherever you get it, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. This podcast can be found on such platforms as iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, and Stitcher. If you have questions, comments, or suggestions, we can be reached at archivett24 at yahoo.com. Again, that's A-R-C-H-I-V-E-T-T-24 at yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Archiving Technical Theater History. We appreciate you listening. Talk to you soon.